Welcome to Pageant Planets Podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everybody, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is the podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself, we are covering the life of Ariadna Gutierrez. And today on Pageant Planet's podcast, it's one of the most famous Colombian women to grace the Miss Universe pageant stage, Ariadna Maria Gutierrez, like Stephen said. And so to give you a little reminder in case you forgot, how could you, but Ariadna, she was crowned Miss Columbia 2014 and almost won or technically did win very briefly <laughs> the crown of Miss Universe 2015. And yes, this was the year that Miss Universe scandal where Steve Harvey said the wrong name and that name was Ariadna's. And Ariadna is a Colombian actress, a model, and a business owner. She starred in music videos, reality TV shows, and in movies, and she prides herself on being more than a pretty face. She has a line of sunglasses, which she considers to be her, quote, baby. Mm -hmm. And so Ariadna describes herself as being determined, optimistic, generous, and today we will understand and learn more about how these qualities helped her become the woman that she is today. Born in Sensalejo, Colombia, born... Grew up in Barranquilla, and I'm doing my best with those, but I'm not sure if I'm saying those correctly. Uh, Ariadna was born on Christmas Day and is 26 years old now. She grew up in her parent with her parents and four older siblings. And an interesting fact is that she is a cousin of Miss Universe 2014 winner and Miss Columbia 2013, Paulina Vega. And I didn't know that, so it's really exciting. Um, Family is very important to her, and she has 10 nieces and nephews that she loves to spoil. <laughs> well, I hope she is doing well, because that's a lot of nieces and nephews to spoil. But uh, so Ariadna, she studied at a German school of Barranquilla, and she studies Spanish, English, and German fluently. And Ariadna describes her childhood as being very good, because her parents were able to give her and her family a great life. She is known as the cat lady, because she has two cats. She loves very much. And she is currently living in Miami, Florida. She's working as a model for Elite Miami and has most recently modeled for the 2019 Sports Illustrated Sweet 16. So for our international listeners, Sports Illustrated um, is a huge deal for models, especially swimsuit models. Um, so congratulations to her. Yeah. And for, for all the guys out there, they're probably like, oh, she's what they mean when they say the cat lady. Um, you know, right. how that, <laughs> like, you know, that's so I was going to say something about that too, Stephen, because I feel like women who love cats get such a bad rap. Mm -hmm. Women who love dogs, they don't get that rap. You don't call like the they, dog lady. They don't. Dog ladies <laughs> are cool. Renata was closing my office door and she stopped, she paused and like gave me a dirty look when I said, you don't call the dog lady. Cause you know, for those of you that don't know, my wife loves animals, uh, specifically dogs, specifically Shih Tzus, specifically Sammy, the name of our oh, Shih Tzu I puppy. I love Sammy too. Sammy's a good yeah. guy. Sammy loves you. He, yeah. he loved to snuggle with you when you were over here. Yeah. He's an angel. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, but yeah, cat, uh, cat ladies get this bad rap of being single um like you pretty much let yourself go and all you do is just sit around and you're just you're surrounded by a hundred cats but you know if a girl's like oh i'm just a dog girl then um <laughs> and she's surrounded by all these puppies she doesn't get the same amount of uh, bad rap so you're hearing it here 
Cat ladies are cool too. Yeah, cat ladies are cool too. So, okay, back to Ariana. So she now enjoys her days modeling, traveling, posting videos on YouTube, you know, which has 150,000 subscribers, MBD. No big deal. Yeah, some of her videos are about modeling, makeup, and skincare. She was awarded the Senorita Sucra, a.k.a. Miss Sucra Colombia 2014, which allowed her to compete at Miss Columbia. She then went on to win the title of Miss Columbia 2014, as we know, and that made it the first time in the Sucra department um, that they won the pageant. And I'm guessing department, as it's written here, is like a local pageant. Yeah. So maybe they have departmental pageants where we would have what we would call a local pageant. Yeah. And, I mean, it's kind of like in the Brazilian community they call um... – uh, they call it a congress if you're talking about like a, a meeting or a conference they call it a congress hmm. so i think it's probably similar to that but i'm gonna start doing that i think that sounds way more official oh renata like because we primarily we market a lot to brazilians and because renata is 100 percent brazilian and all that fun stuff she's like oh it's the congress and so it took me a second to get my head around it but yeah it's a thing but like so here's the thing with with ariadna is that i mean she started off and naturally she pageant royalty runs in her veins in her genetic pool. But I mean, she has all these businesses, right? Like, and they started because of pageantry. Sure. I mean, so, I mean, she's, she has these, these products that she's selling and she has these YouTube and she's like modeling opportunities and all that fun stuff. And it's really pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. So like, it's amazing to me that just how pageantry opens up those doors you win a local you open up to like a state or your country and then you go on to the international level and boom like your life can change it opens up so many doors that can just revolutionize like your life and the people look at you like wow you're so lucky and those same people might have even been making fun of you when you started to compete initially Mm -hmm. So. Well, you have to take you have to take ownership of all the opportunities too. You can't just expect people to come to you, uh, and I'm sure she went after them. So you can't just sit and wait for these doors to open. You have to make them open. Yeah, because you you but did really yeah you did really good about that. Like really networking your your title your crown, um, like going out to the nonprofit um, events and the networking events. And I mean, you're so charismatic, anyways, right? So like when you're at an event, you go up and you you start talking to other people. You're not a a wallflower by any means and you know the thing is when you have the crown people do come up to you but that doesn't mean that you only wait on that like you should proactively go out and interact because sometimes it's intimidating to go up to a girl that has a crown um especially if you're a guy and like you don't know about it like women are like they get more excited than like kind of like more intimidated but um yeah so going up and, and networking it She's clearly done this with her titles, and I encourage you all to do the same. Yeah, kind of a mini coaching moment there. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, going off to so Ariana, she then went on to compete the one and only Miss Universe pageant 2015. The pageant was held in Vegas, Las Vegas, Nevada, at Planet Hollywood. And Columbia is always a crowd favorite. I mean, they're always up there. And right. like, so, and Ariana, she kept up with this tradition. I mean, clearly. Yeah, her walk was simply what, like, this sounds like an exaggeration, but I promise it's not. It was simply one of the greatest of all time. And from the way she glides across stage with her hips swaying perfectly to her custom-made shimmery silver evening gown designed by Alfredo Barraza, like, she just was perfection. She really was. Yeah, she was very angelic. And so what 
could have been one of the most incredible nights of Ariana's life. I'm cringing already. Uh, It just kind of took a turn for the worse. And it was definitely memorable, you know, so um, and it could have been labeled still as incredible because it's hard to believe it lacked credibility but it just didn't forget i know and it just didn't go to the way that she hoped for um you know but uh, the silver lining in this is she's the most famous first runner-up ever right like you know no one's going to top her but so ariana she scored into the semifinals of miss universe then to the top five and then to the top three and then eventually the top two where she held hands with pia wurzbach and as she heard her name called as the winner of Miss Universe 2015. So you're holding hands and then he was like, your Miss Universe 2015 is Ariana Gutierrez. And as Ariana celebrated it and she waved the Colombian flag in the air, there was an unsettling realization that had occurred. The host, who was Steve Harvey that year, had misread the card, which read that Ariadna was actually the first runner-up and that Pia Wurzbach of the Philippines was the actual winner of Miss Universe 2015. Uh, so minutes later, Ariadna found herself on stage. Like, imagine, like, you're there, and you just put yourself in her shoes for a moment. You're walking on stage. You're waving, probably tears, like, and they, your fans are going crazy, and then you feel that subtle tap on your shoulder or somebody grabs your hand. And then you find yourself, like, on stage having a friend and family member, like, She's the friend, she's the family member, and she's Miss Universe 2014. Like, Paul, like Polina Vega. Like, when she touched your hand, you probably turned around like, oh my gosh, like, you're coming out here to celebrate me or whatever. But then she probably energetically picked it up right away, what was yeah. happening. And then your friend, your family member, removed the crown from your head Right in the sash from around you, and then put it on Pia. Oh, I mean, and terrible. Good, terrible, terrible. I well, and this is a huge coaching moment here. It's win or lose with grace, class, and dignity. And in Ariadne's case, she has to win and lose great gracefully in one pageant. And while she had every right to be hurt, upset, even angry at the situation and the people involved, she chose to respond with integrity and optimism and if ariadna can be crowned and then decrowned on live television the biggest international pageant in the world with millions of viewers watching at home and still respond with kindness and class then you can too i mean we've heard stories about girls throwing shoes throwing pizzas <laughs> taking the crown and running away taking the crown and smashing it yep grabbing like, the microphone oh from the mc and going yes. on a public rant Mike smash yeah. yeah it's okay to feel the emotions that come from losing a pageant but do not take your anger out on people where it doesn't belong. Take a step back and look at the positives that came with the experience and show gratitude toward the people who supported you on this journey. And if I can bet that we just talked about all those achievements and connections that Ariadna made, and we're going to talk about more still, none of that would have happened if she had been a poor sport on stage. Yeah, it's true. Because people do look at that. And if they say, wow, this woman can handle herself with grace and class in this kind of high pressure situation, I want her to work for my company or I want her to represent my company. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, like, there's the initial impact because we all have the initial impact. And somebody like myself, um, and maybe this will cater to people out there that are listening that are like me, if something happens to me initially, I can usually 
handle it with grace because it takes me a moment to process mm-hmm. like emotionally what's happening. So somebody can be an absolute jerk to me, but in the moment I'm just like, okay, whatever. And it just, it has very minimum impact, but then take me away from that situation, maybe the next day, hours later, and I'm reliving it in my mind. And then I get frustrated and then I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I should have said this or I should have like I should have like lashed back out of them. Um, and then you have this internal battle in your mind, of, like what you should have done or how it could have went down differently or whatever. And it can be a very vicious cycle if you don't pull yourself out of it. And so for her, every time she saw Pia, she could have felt that anger like that could have been me. CP mm-hmm. on appearance. Oh wow, Pia's that's the Golden Globes or Pia's, you know, it could have been her, you know. So or yeah. yeah, so all those feelings, right, could came. So if you are somebody that has that delayed processing mechanism like me, just I find that what's best for me is if I get up and get an activity, and because most of that processing happens when I'm laying down at night. Or when I've just woke up in the morning and I'm kind of lazy and I'm not wanting to get out of bed. So I force myself to get up and to get into activity and then proactively speak out loud like what I want to happen. And if it's somebody that needs forgiving, I'm like, I forgive this person. I, I release them. I forgive them. I let them go. Mm-hmm. Because you're not helping anyone by holding on to it and rehashing it. Exactly. Yeah. So it was challenging. And I mean, the scandal has been analyzed and will continue to be analyzed for many more years. And there is no doubt that anyone who has, like anyone has heard about this. I mean, it was all over. I mean, it really made pageantry, like, I don't want to say famous again, but it just continued the popularity because of it. And there's still debates about like, who was the true Miss Universe of that year. And, I mean, we can put our tinfoil hats on for a minute and talk about conspiracy theory. I mean, Stephen, like, I know we've talked about it before, but let's revisit. Do you think it was an, a tr- genuine accident? I do. I think it was a genuine accident. There's too much to risk, right? There's there's too much to risk if it was, like, manufactured. And I don't think that Miss Universe, one, is that kind of organization that would throw like somebody's life under the bus like that or take a gamble on that for, for ratings. Well, That's... my, my only hang up and mm-hmm. if you can, if thoughts on this, they, I've, I've watched this ever since this happened because I'm so curious is they crowned her with six minutes left, which usually you watch a pageant and it's the last one minute to 30 seconds. And they're, they're doing the congratulations and the credits and then they're out. Right. That's the only thing that really like makes me a, a non-believer, not that I don't believe it, because I, I am in the same camp as you, that there's a ton to risk, mm-hmm. but that's the only thing that makes me think twice. So I, I've heard this before, and I think we've we've talked about this before, and yeah. my, my explanation for that is, one, this was Steve Harvey's very first year of emceeing, so, you know, and he's been known to banter, so there might have been like, okay, let's create a little leeway here in case he does banter. Two, you know, because this was his first time, He's never really emceed a, a pageant before. Maybe he was going a little faster. Um, and three, like maybe they just cut the show down um, intentionally like that um, to to leave room for, again, like maybe possible mix-ups or additional commercials or whatever. Because you can always pad it with the extra commercials. So I, I don't know. But that's my kind of explanation behind it. 
because it was his first year. Now, if this was like his seventh year and then they did it, maybe. But, you know, it, he's kind of an unknown variable. Well, I can certainly appreciate all of those reasons. <laughs> However, someone who is a television major, mm-hmm. if you realize halfway through that you're three minutes ahead, mm-hmm. you're working with the host, you're working with the commercials and the production to slow it down. You don't allow it to get to a six-minute gap mm. that never gets corrected. Well, what if he had it? Maybe it was in the script. No, I was going to say, I was going to say, what if this is in the script that after she won, he tried to like interview or talk to her a little bit on stage? Maybe. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely true. And that could have been in the original script, not even in the script where they're like, oh my gosh, we're six minutes ahead. So absolutely very true. Because he is known to talk about that, but he did kind of go off stage though, if I'm going to argue against myself and that's where, but maybe he went off stage because they called him like, no, you made a mistake. Um, Or maybe he looked down at the card while she was doing her final walk and was like, oh no. So how I've done this. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. No. So how I heard it was, um, so there was two things that, that happened on the teleprompter. Cause you know, you just read the teleprompter and it said, um, second runner or it said like second, first, and then winner. And he read it like, like or, second place, first place. Or no, wait. So it was it was first, and then the winner. So he was supposed to announce first runner up, and then the winner, and then he just announced first as Miss Venezuela, the winner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or I'm sorry, Miss Columbia. And then um, the other thing I heard was on the card they they did the same thing. It was like you know, first is um, you know it would have been Ariadna, and. And then the winner was kind of like written in the corner and his thumb was over it. So it says like winner is Pia. So it wasn't like clearly written out on the cards. It was like hand scribble down the sides and he was holding the card overlapping like winner Pia. Right? Because like you, cameras on you first time, a lot of people, um, I'm sure that, I mean, he's probably pretty comfortable in his skin. But at the same time, you're, you're announcing the winner. Like this is it. And you're trying to look, okay, first. Right. Like this is first place, right. and then so you're not looking for okay, this is first runner up or first place because he's not familiar with the industry, right? Well, yeah, to me it makes perfect sense yeah. because like if you if you know you're announcing the first runner ups because they usually say the next name I'll read is the first runner up. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing that, and like why wouldn't you make that more more easily found on the card? Yeah. Versus because then you're like okay, so that means the Miss the newest universe is Pia Wurtzbach. So that's naturally in a different place because that happens like several seconds later yeah but and he um, did come out and say like kind of tell more of the whole but yeah yeah, well he took out and said it was my bad but then he came out and this i feel like this was just like last year or so and he told the whole story i never listened to it but i feel like he kind of told like okay here's what really happened so I, I never saw that. I feel like he did, but I never went back to watch it because that was just people I was hearing from. It wasn't in the Miss Universe organization, but people that knew people within the Miss Universe organization. So that might have been a bit of a, you know, if you've ever played the phone game, <laughs> yes. it might have been a bit of that going on. So, um, you know, it happened. And honestly, this was amazing for Ariadna's career. It was. Yeah. And and this is a classic example of, 
um, which is my favorite Bible verse, where it says, God causes all things to work out for the good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Now, what happened to her was not good, but God can cause it to work for your good. You know, because she certainly probably didn't feel like it was good that night, but the opportunities that would have been afforded to her as like even a first runner up in Miss Universe, right? If it, they just, everything went normal and she was like, okay, Pia, you win, Ariadna, you got first runner up. Like she would not have the celebrity that she has now had it not been for that moment. Sure. So, I mean, I think it was a great launching pad for her career, for her businesses. Like, you know, if you know this name, you remember like where you were, what you were doing when this happened, you remember it. And she's forever connected with that. Definitely. And no matter what you do believe, like it's still an incredible story. And it was still a, a huge moment in pageant industry to bring attention to Miss Universe because I can bet you more people watch the next year than they did the year before. Yeah. yeah. And the publicity around the industry itself was huge. It was awesome. They were both getting interviews on every major show, yeah. talk show, morning show, everything. So it was for the best of both of them, definitely. Right. Because when have you ever seen the first runner-up get interviewed right alongside the winner? It just never happens. Never. So this was a great, I mean, she got so many connections and networking abilities from it. So, you know, kudos to both of them. Kudos for her for having the integrity and the class to handle it. Because if she would have responded like a crazy woman on stage right there, she never would have got called on these other interviews. Never. Exactly. Yeah. But she, she handled it. She kept it together. Good job, her. So, um, Ariana, she's moved on from this experience, clearly, but she described it as being very embarrassing and heartbreaking in the moment, naturally. And she later posts on social media her gratitude towards her fans, country, and the world for their messages of support and strength. And she also congratulated Pia on her win. And she said to her supporters following this experience, she said, every one of you has become an incredible human being in my book. And I am the most fortunate and thankful for having the support, not only from one country, but from the whole entire world. Mm. So Ariana's success is not only defined in pageantry, she is also a successful actress and has starred in many shows and movies that you may have seen before. She starred in Triple X, Return of Xander Cage in 2017 with actor Vin Diesel, She was who was the guy in all the Fast and Furious movies. She was also in a 2017 music video by artist Carlos Vives, um, Oh, gosh. Al Filo to Amor. And she also made an appearance of the Spanish television series Premier Planco. And in Plano. Tw- Plano. Oh, Plano. my gosh. Steven. Well, it's a lot. I mean, it's not your second language. You actually did very good on Al Filo to Amor. Like, I'm like, oh, nailed it. I, I, so Premier in- Plano. Premier Plano. Yeah. Chef's kiss. <laughs> in 2018, she also took part in the first American season of the reality show competition Celebrity Big Brother, where she was evicted on the final night and tied for third with Mark McGrath. And Ariana was nervous to enter Celebrity Big Brother house because she would not have direct contact with her family for so long. And uh, however, Ariadna knew she has had many opportunities in her life to challenge her and prepare her for an opportunity like this. Her strategy was to be herself and to make the most of the opportunity. And she was impersonated by James Levia, stage name Valentina, on season nine 
episode six of RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> That's fun. In 2017, Ariana partnered with um, Vicin Eyewear to launch an exclusive collaboration of sunglass frames called the Callies. And the frames were manufactured in Italy and designed in Miami. And they are made to be effortlessly elegant look for both men and women. And yes, you can also find Ariadna on the cover of Maxim Columbia in the 2018 September-October issue. And she's signed, as we had said, with Elite Model Management, one of the top modeling agencies in the world. So her life is nothing short of a movie script with a thrilling storyline and intense plot twists in the middle. However, after today's podcast, we know that you will remember so much more about her than just the girl who was a victim of a pageant scandal. Ariadna's determination has allowed her to overcome this experience and take on many new exciting adventures. She's traveled to Thailand and documents her experience to her 3.5 million followers on Instagram. Yeah, she didn't have to win Miss Universe to live a dream life of being a professional model and actress. We at Pageant Planet admire her for her courage and her class on all levels of her life. And in her words, your destiny is written for you. And my destiny was this. I was able to bring happiness to my country after becoming Miss Universe for only a couple of minutes. Today, because of that, Colombia and the Latin community are being talked about in every corner of the world. Mm. And if you would like to be a featured contestant for our next podcast, create a contestant profile with your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special, then we'll email then email that to support at pageantplanet.com with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile. We'll let you know within 24 hours after you submit if you're scheduled. Also, a special shout out to Maria Gerlando for doing the research and thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from doing this show or for one's previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It may seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. So until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.